0: IVM
1: Hello everybody, you're listening to Keeping It Queer With me, Naveen Narona And Farhad Hi guys, welcome back to Keeping It Queer We never left, we are here in the studio And uh, joining us today once again is Farhad Hello, hello My (laughs) co-host on the show Who comes with a lot of experiences in his life Do I? You don't uh, But I see that And we also <laughs> have Gia City returning On this episode Hi Gia.
0: Hi Naveen Hi Faraz. What's up So
1: Gia was there On the Decent fag hack episode We did And then when she learned That we're talking about Our next topic She wanted to stay back hmm. And uh, today we're discussing Monogamy You <sighs> know something that uh, <laughs> That irks a lot of people Within the community And around the world of In course, general Of course And uh, let's just First up go around Taking views In this room about okay. What do you all feel for our, Okay
2: uh monogamy right like for whoever it works it works in my relationships I've learned that maybe it doesn't work so I'm like ambiguous on have monogamy. you ever fallen in love oh my god I am one of those people who feels like in every relationship I've fallen in love and I don't mean that in an attachy like clingy sort of a way I genuinely feel like I loved every person mm-hmm. in retrospect yeah now I loved every even the toxic people I feel like I really love them. Yeah,
1: you (laughs) enjoyed the toxicity, the insanity. Sometimes who doesn't? Yeah. (laughs) What about you,
0: Jia? No, I want monogamy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm for monogamy. I'd rather be with one person than be with some Mm -hmm. (laughs) thirty. But not in that respect
1: as well. Like until like a lot of people, we we just like we try to find the right person, but it won't happen until like we go to the pool of. Multiple people And it's like a whole new Generational shift in India also It's like, it's like Our parents never had the chance They were just like The first chance mm. Someone was tied to them They were like Okay let's do this mm. And uh, Plug
2: and socket
1: Yeah and And like you know are <laughs>
2: extension cords A lot of people say that
1: Like they didn't get The chance to fall in love Like the generation That was trying to make it In Bombay especially They were so busy Working and making ends meet They really didn't have the time And as you <laughs> said earlier Like your mom all and dad the apps Yeah or the apps Yeah Like, my parents basically were trying to make ends meet and basically were were taking, like... One two years shift between going to Kuwait and taking care of my sisters, so they never really met each other properly, <laughs> until like we years later, my my dad was finally like done with his job and moved okay. and started staying home. Okay, my mom's like, oh shit, like this is the person I married. Like she realized 30 years later <laughs> oh, right, that, right. that that happened to her. Okay, and you know, but like our generation is totally different. We just like we go for the the juicy parts of each other's interests and sexual hmm. likes hmm. on our apps and yeah. then immediately go for it. Yeah. We
0: also have a lot of friends in our lives, right? I don't think our parents had that many friends so even if your partner is pissing you off you can fuck off and go meet your friend and just hang out with them but sometimes
2: I can't help but think like if our parents at least thought it like oh I have have this penis for the rest of my life or this is the vagina I have to fuck for the rest of my life yeah like I wonder if they thought it at least I don't
0: know. I don't think we think it as for the rest or of maybe. our lives.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. You yeah. know,
0: we even for our or careers in life. For us, it's an
2: option. For yeah, them, yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Is yeah. what I'm guessing. As long yeah. as it
1: lasts. Okay. You know, that's like mm. the eventuality yeah. of it. And like my mom would say sometimes that, you know, like sometimes there was no love or romance unless like they were planning a kid. That's how it is. <laughs> and like once they had two daughters, my sisters, hmm. they didn't have sex for a while because hmm. they were traveling. I suppose only after like they wanted a boy hmm. was when they started like planning again and then they had me okay and then that's what that's what got them together closer apparently okay. is what they believe and then I ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, you
0: didn't. No.
1: But like, as you were saying, like, my, my mom and my dad also, like, they had friends. Mm. But I don't think they can confide as much as we can. Like, we can tell our intricacies to people in our lives. But they could not. They, they have to become each other's best friends types.
0: But how so, do you bitch about that person to that person, right? Exactly. You can't. You need someone you else to, yeah. Yeah. Like, of all the things,
1: that you know... Like sometimes your parents fight And you have to witness that When Mm. I was in 8th grade That was happening a lot in my house Mm. Where there was like Constant friction in my family And my dad had lost his job And everything Mm. So my mom was supporting everything And Mm. There was a lot of tension in the house And Mm. I remember that time also Like I spoke rudely to my mom And she broke down And then like the whole thing Mm. And Turned out the whole Psychological effect Was on me Because I was a kid Growing up in that Environment okay. But then like It got better Like you know I hold I hold a grudge Against my father For certain things okay. But as I grew older I spoke to my mom about it And she's like You know what At least your father Didn't cheat on me Or at least didn't hit on me hmm. And that's the bar They were going for right? In, they were, didn't hit her Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there, was no, there was no There was no abuse There was no okay. cheating on, yeah. on her So yeah. like you know She feels that She still yeah. got a better lot yeah. of, I, of, I of
2: really wonder What kind of like Conditioning goes into starting to think like that because even I come from an extremely violent like not violent but like an extremely dysfunctional family we were never at peace we still aren't in a lot of ways but my dad's repeated sentences at least she'd not cheat at least she's on you know yeah how would at you least- feel if
0: your mom had a boyfriend
2: I mean cool <laughs> now I would love it like if I at least a lot I think about this a lot of times like because you know a lot of times I feel oh for the kids we are in this for the kids we stayed together for the kids I I feel like a lot of parents do that. Yeah. And now that they don't have to stay for the kids, I just wish they had more enriched, colorful... Not that... in At least in my case, again, with my dad's Alzheimer's and my mom's, they've somehow gravitated towards each other after all these years with almost three separations. They, they, my parents have th- separated three times okay. and they've got back together. They are one of those people. But, uh, yeah, now sometimes I can't help but think, like, I wish just sometimes, like, fuck, I found... Like my mom has a new lover Or like Wow I wish they never (laughs) So when
0: they separated Did they not Find someone
2: I don't think so I really don't think so They're like only this person Can handle us (laughs) I know it might sound like I'm in denial or something But I genuinely just know. You know my dad Early on told me one thing Which I'll never forget And I feel like it applied The most to his marriage Which was Two people don't stay together Because they are happy you know what I mean, and it really, that's some—that's a coin that has dropped so far into my psyche because I really, from talking about toxic relationships, mm. I realized that I was in a toxic relationship for as long as I was. Also, because I was, even unhappiness is a reason to stay together, or misery sometimes. Like you know, yeah. that makes you feel alive, or toxicity like that makes you feel alive. Yeah. So generally, when I hear about abusive or like toxic relationships, I'm not someone to like sit and judge why they why are they together or. Why? I just know that they are stuck. You know? Yeah. And they are feeling alive on a daily... Because that's what it becomes in the end, you know. Like one sad. of the guys
1: I dated once... Uh, hmm. Like, the same guy from Bangalore, the biker one. And, and like, he one day, like, randomly asked me, like, you know... I once hit one of my boyfriends in anger. And, hmm. like, if I ever did that to you, would you leave me? And I'm like, fuck yes. On
2: one of your seven bikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: and And... He was he was aghast that I would say yes to leaving if he hit me. I'm like Dude, yes, like why why would you think Why was he p- asking you that? Because he's an asshole, that's why. Like you know, like he, he wanted was wanted to hit him. Yeah, he was one of those buff, like mm-hmm. muscular dudes who hits the gym and like, you know, the very macho like you know, some mm-hmm. gays run extremely to the other side to like prove themselves as a macho, you know, a very emotionally mm, aloof person. But yeah. then like when you meet them and you date them, you know that they are like Entirely broken from the inside Mm -hmm. Because of this whole Mm -hmm. Facade of macho-ness That they are kind of carrying around Mm -hmm. And I felt for that guy But I was like This is not for me I'm not Mm -hmm. going to like Babysit a 33 year old man Mm -hmm. And that's my thing I've just like From relationship to relationship When I go Mm -hmm. I feel that okay There's a sense of Stability here Mm. but also I find other people attractive and I can't do anything about it. I really, I imagine fucking them. Like, Mm. you know, that's how it is for Mm. me. Mm. And I've, I've had this duality, like with my last relationship, I came out on the first day and I said to my boyfriend Mm. that I don't want to be monogamous because that's not who I am. Mm. And I realized that the more I, Look into myself. Hmm. The more I realize that my my body is something I really want to like share, share. with more people. Got it. And that's a weird zone to come from. I don't. No, know. I totally
2: get it. I totally get it.
0: I don't. I don't get it at all. <laughs> I just. I get.
2: I I get. See, obviously, this conversation is uh, we have uh, for monogamy and, um, and I, I wouldn't even say for. It's a very gray area, right? Because yeah. yeah. Even when you're in a relationship, you've been obviously none of them start with direct open relationships. You have to set a foundation based on which uh, if you have to have a success. I feel that yeah, like for uh, open relationship to work, your foundation of the two people involved has to be so fucking strong that no external thing can break that in some way. Yeah. But if this con, I feel if she's on the polarizing side, I totally get where you are also coming from. But like. I don't know. I just fundamentally always believe that no person can be mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something I've learned repeatedly over time. I get it, it. Again, for who it works, it works, right? Yeah. But I just feel like, how can I fucking expect someone else to just be mine and want to be only with me? And I don't mean to like, again, make it sound like you are not seeing that. But uh, No, yeah. I'm
0: seeing that as well. I see what, where you're coming from as well. Mm. So I, mm. I don't know why. Maybe I think it's just a woman thing. Hmm. That we want Sure That you know also it's so for example women find it difficult to have one night stands right Sure. Mm. because you want to have a connect with the person before you whatever whatever.
2: (laughs) not when you say it like that
1: (laughs) (laughs) you want to connect no
0: No, like you want to know them better you want to have something more than just sex right and so that is where women find it less uh, to be more like you know they don't want they want monogamy they don't want Mm. to be like, yeah, but that
1: applies to like when I meet people I, on the first night, I don't know one night stands either anymore. I like rather me, wow. no, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. I told yeah. you I hooked up with someone, I've known them for a while. And then what were you doing up. last
2: night? Nareen?
1: I hooked up with someone, <laughs> <laughs> but but I've known them for a while. Like oh. we have we've oh. known each other for seven years, and that's why we, like we were like okay. you know, Hoga ki ne, ki type. Multiple nights, Multiple, No, there was no this is <laughs> the, the first time we ever, time. We ever met, okay. Okay. and then we clicked like you know like, okay. whatever. So but but <laughs> my experience is also also learning from my family sometimes, hmm. like you know, I see how my related, uh, close relatives also like who are married for years now, hmm. miserable with each other, hmm. hate each other, and the first chance they get to like, you no, know, uncle goes in the bedroom, sits sits with his beer with my father, hmm. Auntie goes in the kitchen, sits with my mom, and they start hmm. bitching about each other uh. immediately. You know, I've seen that yeah, equation. Yeah. <clears throat> what what I feel like is like that one person can't give you everything. And that's what we want. We want that one person to give us everything, and then we can. And then that doesn't happen right And then that's what breakups are all about Where we're like okay Not everything was fulfilled mm. But We somehow still feel that we Own them at some point I'll tell you why I'll tell you why okay and, My and boyfriend type. My, Yeah yeah Because my psyche was like that When I first like my Dubai relationship broke up right And uh, When when that happened We were like okay We're broken up clearly Now we can sleep with other people And we established that rule. And we were like, after don't. After you've broken up. After you've broken up. But okay. I'm like, if you want to still be friends, don't ask, don't tell for some time because mm. it's like it's too close to like a it's relationship ox. to be like. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, he went and did it and then started describing everything that happened that night in detail from the date to you. To, to me. So, like, from the meal they ate to what didn't bet, he's describing everything in, in like detail, clarity. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? Dude? Like, I, I don't want to read this, right? Mm. No? Because I. I did these things to you And you mm. loved them And I did that yeah. So like you know
0: He was hurting basically I was, I was hurting And he was hurting and He
1: was, was obviously he The was agenda was to the make The agenda make was you to be hurt. like yeah. A conniving kind of yeah. psychopath yeah. person That's okay. why I'm saying Toxic relationship right? okay. But like I did not even say ki, Okay good for you I was like ki, Was he better than me That was my oh. My first instinct Was to ask <laughs> yeah. that Was he better yeah. than me yeah. And it's like Not better than you It's different But I really enjoyed this more He said And that's when I really lost it So like okay. That's what happens I feel like monogamy is not for life because you lose control over the person the moment you let them go and then they will decide how they want to go with that flow you know so okay, yeah. so it's it's kind of weird that I, and that's what like made me a non-believer in that more so because after that I went to Vipassana and everything when I was like really <laughs> meditating and contemplating, and I have this joke where I'm like it helps you find out who you are, hmm. and I found out who I am. I'm a hoe. Like that's <laughs> that's what Vipassana taught me. Yeah. It's like I, I I'm okay with the fact that I can like you know not be with one person forever. Sure. But I'm okay like letting. You know while
2: Vipassana taught you that for me it actually came from actually being friends with other gay couples who are like. I'm talking, these are gay couples who are like 10 years, 12 years together. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's like a fucking unicorn. Like, to find a gay couple who's been together for mm. 10, 12 years, that's almost close totally to like, yeah. never, right? Yeah. Yes. You never come across those guys. But the ones who I have, they all are in open relationships. And I kind of soak in what they're doing right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I get it why it works for them. Like, all of them, first of all, are very... Obviously, in an open relationship to maintain their sort of like, you know, sanity. it's not their sanity, but it's just a very once they become one, as cliche as that sounds. I like how they think that everything else is external. The fundamental understanding that whatever I experience outside or do outside of this relationship in the end, I you have me and I have you. Yeah, I feel like that's. That's sometimes beautiful to see. You know what I mean? Just that I will only come back to you, and I know uh, to say as sentences these sound a little uh, like tacky or whatever. Yeah. But that's like a huge example I've got from a couple of yeah. couples. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, and, and I agree. Like I've seen that in many relationships myself as well. Like yeah. I was once with a couple who's been around like for like fifteen years together, and and at the, this point, they Dev realized that okay. While they're an open couple They mm. also like to have Threesomes together sure. Basically they're like yeah. Instead of cheating on each other Why do we cheat together mm. With the same person mm. Because we both like The same kind of person <laughs> okay. And that makes it easier Because then the other person Is also into the fold And all of that <laughs> stuff. I don't
2: think they see it like that But sure No
1: that's what they said They, they really Like they Let's they,
2: cheat on each other With the same person No
1: let's cheat together like, okay. It was more like yeah, A poetic take on that sure. um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like They're cheating on the same person okay. Like, okay. It's not like The other guy is going to the kitchen And they're fucking sure. In the bedroom sure. And vice sure. versa sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they. Yeah. But at least They're same page with regards to like okay for for men I feel like at mm. least in that regard because you explained mm. that it's a woman thing where you want to like have a connection for men sex is more visceral we we keep repeating that and as much as I hate to say that because we go through that and mm. we just realize how it is from, from one jerk off session to the other that's how mm. it is for us you know yeah. like a lot of dudes on like I once met a guy mm. it, it was my downfall in general <laughs> but I was like so desperate to like just get a blowjob basically. Just mm. one dude was like, "Come over, I'll blow you off." I'm like, "Cool," and I went to his place. And then like, he's like, "Can you can you come fast? There's another guy coming in after you." And I'm oh. like, "Oh fuck!" Oh shit! Yeah, that's what <laughs> <And> I <I'm, like, laughs> <laughs> walked in,
0: and doctor's appointment. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I was like, "Hey, I'm okay to stay <laughs> back and watch." I guess I don't know yeah. because. I was I had walked into a very real situation and mm. that's when I felt like my downfall was like I was so desperate that I would go for this and from then I'm like, okay, like I have to like now reevaluate okay. who I hook up mm. with or what do I do in my life okay. and sleep with. Okay. And since then, like I understand that polygamy is also like one of my closest friends from mm. Delhi is a polyamorous person. Uh. And uh, he says that your body is supposed to be like celebrated by different people also, like, you know, there's mm. so much love to give, mm. so much experience to share. Mm. And and that's where the chain of thought goes. Mm. And again like once someone settled out with me I'd love the fact I'm like okay waking up with them sleeping next to them and all of that and I tried that and it's crazy sometimes
2: yeah you know yeah. It's,
1: it's not easy also so I which know. has its
2: own charm huh? to not like totally dis- dis- yeah. disband like mon- monogamy but like I, sometimes just having that one person yeah. I get the whole appeal of that too
1: because most of your hookups will like leave after they run at night And then you're still like You're in your room alone <laughs> being lonely and sad And just like yeah. wishing someone loved you Yeah. But that never happens Isn't there
2: a lyric like that It takes more than fucking someone to keep yourself warm Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright let's take a small break at this point When we come back we'll discuss more on this On Keeping It Queer Welcome back to Keeping It Queer second half We're discussing monogamy Mm. And uh, before we got into the break We're talking about, you know, open relationships And how some people uh, have successfully maneuvered through them Mm. But
2: uh, we know people who tried that and didn't work out either
1: So like, do you want to tackle that?
2: It's happened to me I've tried, as in eventually after like the phase of like Oh my god, you are mine, I am yours was over We sort of like discussed it We Mm. sort of tried it First of all, I want to talk about a very important phase in like trying an open relationship is where both partners wait for the other one to go first. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Where, oh, you fucked up first. Like you wanted this more than me.
1: Yeah.
2: But that's a petty issue, I feel like again. But I feel like even though two of my relationships might have failed, one a four-year relationship where we just tried this open relationship thing a couple of times from different angles. hmm I still feel like it was something worth trying for. You know what I mean? Because I know you snuck a sentence in early on, uh, this conversation where, who do I complain to about this person? (laughs) Or who do I, when I don't want this person, where do I go, right? Mm. And that's such a natural thing to feel for the love of your life. Even though they are the love of your life, it's to sound like when you hear it, the love of your life, you feel like every second must be, spend consuming this person, but that's not the reality. Sometimes you just don't want this person to fucking fart around you or like watch any TV around you or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, again, I felt like in one of the relationships, at least where it did not work, we had that foundation and uh, it did not work out for other reasons apart from the whole trying for open relationship. But when we tried that open relationship routine, I absolutely loved it. I loved him more if that sounds any I don't know if whose that's
0: idea a, was it?
2: it was my idea so, it was my, uh, but you know we both are teaming in, in some ways the idea was bubbling in both our heads it's just again and you know I, I say this multiple times I always feel there's a skew in every relationship where one person is more vested than yes, the other person yes. yeah so to break that, an open relationship can easily break that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh my God, uh, you're a fucker who wants to try. I'm self-sufficient. I'm happy with this, whatever. But uh, I just felt like it was worth it was worth trying out because the more I wanted to experiment outside, the more it also made me realize how much I value that person. You know, when we sit here and we talk about bad hookups and bad dates and bad relationships... And then when you found your person, that one person who you are this, and then everything else just becomes irrelevant. physical, you know, like some way to like experiment outside and then you come back to be real with another person. I feel like that sometimes tends to be a great feeling. So when you were in
0: this relationship and you were, it was an open relationship. Did you by any chance get connected more with somebody else?
2: you know then come the rules <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a, yeah. i don't feel this is a one episode conversation for i don't yeah. even think this is a three episode Like what if you find somebody else and you like them and you met more. them once yeah. and what can you meet the same person and twice happen. and so can you this and what about this and what protected it. it's so much there's so much that goes around uh, yeah trying to make an open relationship work but uh yeah there are rules once you set those boundaries but again i feel like when it's like natural when you and your lover are in a space where you both fundamentally again realize that hey I'm just going to crimp this other clip his wings if I like hold him back or contain him in any way if you both are on that wavelength I feel like then there are no even sometimes no need for rules then. I think we tend to overcomplicate things yeah. when it comes to open relationships and understandably so. Yeah, same- Because we live in an age of fucking grinder and tinder. Today if I found out my boyfriend is cheating on me I will not just find out that he's cheating on me. I'll find out the messages the kinds of messages the, screenshots. the nudes that were sent the screenshots in fact again to bring up Esther Perez I'll never forget something she said which was unfaithfulness in the digital age is death by a thousand cuts and I'll never forget that like because there are so many ways in which you feel hurt then yeah
1: yeah yeah. right now like even if you don't answer a call they're like okay I saw you on messenger two minutes ago you were on instagram five minutes ago what happened on Grindr shows like just yeah but if you're with a
2: person like that there's a good chance that you should just move on to the next one there are people like that you know like for
1: example
0: I'm like that yeah Yeah. I
1: know so The biker guy I told you about <laughs> Like This happened to him Where like a, He was dating an Italian dude mm. Who came to India with him mm. Were in love with him And everything And mm. then like The Italian guy Went to Delhi for one week mm. Found a guy there And fell in love with mm. him And left him Entirely like standard yeah. So he had such a Trust issue That yeah. now Every guy he dated He wanted to like Control them to an extent uh, So if I went <laughs> out For a show And I was having rings Or having meeting With other dudes He's
2: like Who's this guy mm. Tell me who's
1: this person mm. How does he look yeah. I'm like Just shut the fuck up dude. You, There you, are so you.
2: many caveats When it comes to again. Yeah, like Yeah I'm like Who
1: do you think like why do you want to own yeah. someone and control yeah. them to the yeah. extent that you want to distort who yeah. they are yeah. the reality becomes yeah. your reality and yeah. that's not making sense because then that person is going to yeah. be molded to what yeah. you want and yeah. that's not what who they are you fell yeah. in love with them for who they are right yeah, yeah. so all of that
2: and i get it right like again there was one specific thing about what i felt like was which i don't want to paint my ex-boyfriend in any bad light or anything because it's in the past but i feel like Okay, yeah, there's a great level of transparency, truthfulness, like, okay, you tell each other what your life is outside the relationship, and that's all great, right? Mm. But let's say, I know this happened to my ex-boyfriend, where he hooked up with one person, sure, he told me, I was totally fine, he even showed me videos, I was ecstatic. But... uh, He hooked up with the second person, he told me, you know. Mm. Then, you know, you start realizing, fuck, now I want to hook up with the fifth person. Is that too much? Am I wanting this too much, you know? And then he started lying, you know. Like, then he started, then it became cheating, you know. I would have been okay if he wants to sleep with a hundred men because I fucking... I'm 35. I kind of get how a gay brain works by now, at least uh, observing my own mind. Yeah. I want to fuck all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to fuck for a year, but you know what I mean. It's like incessant this need for release or mm. finding release. Yeah. And I know that with my ex-boyfriend, it was just okay. Now I'm. I want to hook up with a tenth guy, but I can't keep telling my boyfriend that. I, so he, that's where he like sort of uh, it took him out of the game. I feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Uh, Again there are tons of fucking caveats When it comes to an open relationship But if I had to keep like crystallizing and boiling this down To one fundamental thing that I think that makes it work Is that once you find that one person Who you know Mm -hmm. that this is it Then I feel like it's just smooth sailing Like from there it's just
0: Then you wouldn't want to be in an open relationship right?
2: Not really Because that's the thing right You expect one person to fulfill everything Mm -hmm. that you want You know whether it's sexually whether it's emotionally that's a ridiculous demand to have in 2019 yeah like yeah. sometimes i just want to fuck a guy because i find him incredibly funny but maybe my boyfriend's not that funny you know sometimes i want to fuck a guy because he's got like texts that i did not know men were capable of having but like you know yeah it's just there are a multiple multitude of reasons mm-hmm. why i might want to have sex with someone else but I know there's only one reason or two reasons sometimes that I want to be with my lover, and once you have that, it's like an easy space to be, I feel
1: yeah so there's no saying like how how relationships will progress in this modern time yeah and age. it's work
2: it's work in the end like yeah. any, leave alone your relationship but when you take uh, on a polyam am oh, fuck we, we've tired uh, the conversation <laughs> alone has tired uh, <laughs> Naveen out no no I was like
1: I was sighing because I'm like when will this ever like make sense to me but it would never make sense to
2: me what doesn't make sense the whole
1: fact that okay can one relationship always be the end all of it and realizing that it's not it's just like but
2: that's it right if you know and it does happen happened look i've been single for the past three four years now No, but
1: that's what like we have to also like there's a certain onus on us yeah. as gay people or as queer people who are yeah. who are projecting ourselves as queer yeah. that okay this is not everything that we are about we also like we have romances we have relationships sure. and sure. we settle down sure. but again like you know the fact that a lot of times it doesn't work out like yeah. we see a high rate of like mm-hmm. why in america now they have marriage licenses they also have divorces happening at that yeah. equal yeah. rate and and that's Kind of worrisome Because then like How do you Go from there How do you think of A future where you settle down Really yeah. Because yeah. like I've I've spoken to so many older men Who are just like Single and, and hmm. alone And they're like Dude I'm, I'm living in a big house right now And if I have a heart attack No one will come to help me out That's so fucking sad
2: Yeah Yeah it's a valid fear though It's we like all feel
1: My neighbours like. won't come to me Because they know I'm gay So they yeah. don't like me already yeah. And then yeah. they think that I don't have a wife So yeah. they don't want to talk to me But you know Somewhere I
2: feel like This fucking bug is put in your head By your parents You know like without saying it so many times it's like you know this whole Shadi ka laddu syndrome you know what I mean like Oh my God! If you are choosing this, which I think gay boys get a lot, right? Yeah. Once your parents have come around and they accept you for who you are, then the next worry is, fuck, is he gonna be alone? Like, who's once we are gone? You and know? that's so
1: sort of selfish, right? Because you want someone to be there for you when you're older. Yeah. But then if you die early, what about that person? Are they supposed to just like wait around and faff around while you're gone? Yeah. Then they have to like start looking again for like someone at sure. that age and sure. point in time. Sure. Which is like a whole different ball game. Yeah. I mean, if we're still young. We still have like. A lot of that <laughs> Yeah. to explore yeah. like Gia you have had relationships in the past and uh, do you have any learnings from them so far <laughs> <laughs> staring at me like,
0: what no I don't have any learnings like what learnings the just
2: biggest the biggest relationship don't get that into you a fucking had. relationship don't, is that your this <laughs> so I totally I was, would get that So,
0: so I was in a relationship where I was just going with the flow Okay. Right, just there. Hmm. Because society says you should have a relationship.
2: Yeah. So I did. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So So I did change society. Yeah, I know. Change your
0: society. (laughs) Uh, And then for about three years, I was single. Very merrily, not, uh, you know, having fun types and (laughs) all. And so when you're single, you don't have to care. That caring is not there, right? Mm. But when mm. you care for someone and I'm the kind of person that will care 100%. Okay.
2: I will yeah. give my yeah.
0: full care.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
0: then when I see it's not coming back in the same see, but form. but that's the
2: thing. I feel like, again, not to this, but so many times I feel like it comes from issues within. Mm. I, I Especially even in my op, uh, failed open relationships, I felt a lot of shortcomings were where I was falling short. Like, for example, let's just scrutinize what you said. You were giving a certain amount of like or abundant like love and you were expecting something. And that is such an easy thing to knock off because expectation as much as you want, it's not going to go the way you expect expected. Yeah. So if the skew is already where you are wanting someone to do exactly in the same measure that you are putting that's that's a ridiculous kind of like uh, yeah expectations pressure to put on someone you you know what I mean give you
0: disappointments yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so it's not I don't know it's harder to have no expectations and just be then I mean but I'll tell you
2: what the trick can I tell you the trick sorry the trick is to find someone who doesn't expect anything out of you either try that try that sometimes I don't want to like just try it Because the day I met someone who did not expect jack shit from me and I fundamentally, again, I just don't expect because it fucking... I know as cynical as that sounds, a lot of times my shrink is like, you're too cynical for your age and all. But it works great for me. Like, not expecting something from anyone. And when I met someone who did not expect anything from me, it was a beautiful, like, space for both of us to be in, you know? Because Mm -hmm. all I expected was him to understand why he likes me. All I expected from myself was to know constantly why I am with him and again a fundamental understanding that I always a good relationship is about making the other person grow and that they want you to grow whether it's sexually romantically uh, career wise professionally however you want them to grow once you both you find a person like that who never wants to clip your wings in any way it's Mm. a great place to be especially for open relationships
1: it's like Nice little girls
2: no, Obviously you've not seen <laughs> Tilda Swinton and Constantine <laughs> But sure
1: I have, huh? I have. <laughs> Awesome So uh, We have different learnings From our relationships And there's, there's no saying How we'll You know
2: There's no way to navigate There's, there's no, way no way manual navigate. There's no like fucking Yeah This But uh, if it's something you Really enjoy. want to experiment and yeah. this I feel like there's a lot you can learn about yourself when, yeah. when you try for open relationships yeah. just just be open to the idea
1: if you're listening out there that, yeah. that one relationship won't be the end all of it like initially if you're younger you'll feel that when you find someone at 20 that mm. person is the end all of it but it's not <laughs> they'll, they'll disappoint you you'll break your heart yeah. be ready for it eventually you'll find love uh, at 21 perhaps you don't know at, at <laughs> oh, 31 no. perhaps or yeah. 61 perhaps but yeah. you don't know the idea is to like
2: keep yeah. trying and, and sorry, but I want to add that even if you find the love of your life, you could find multiple other people to love at the same time. Yeah. that's That will keep that conversation for communal uh, living. <laughs> yeah. But, which is something I feel like is so important. You know, I, nobody talks about communal living. I feel like I would love to be in a space where, like this whole, oh my God, if I fall and I crack my hip when I'm old, who'll look after me? You know? Yeah. I feel like communal living can be such a beautiful thing if everyone... Is in a community And I don't mean like LGBTQ community it's like But a small the, community where like The all-will type situation Sure, but a lot of dick sucking And bush fucking
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay That's yeah. your, your ideal Putting world.
2: the ass in Vipassana that's, that's, the
1: kind, that's the kind of shit That got, that got Noah's Ark out there You know that right Like the, the world was filled with people Just like Doing merry and fucking each other Ooh. And God was like Let me just give you all flood uh- Wow! So unless I want another flooding.
2: Wow! Naveen just biblically schooled. Fully,
1: us, yeah. yeah. Nah. So so learn your history. Don't don't be debauchers.
2: <laughs> have sex with one person only. Okay. No. Yes. It,
0: what what
1: None. this turned yeah. around so fast? I'm just being my uncle auntie. Who no, Naveen a can uh,
2: have that view. Yeah. Have we managed to change your view in any way? No, no. I'm mean no? still. Uh, go for it. Again, whatever works for you: monogamy, open relationships, just asexuality, which yeah. is a great. Whatever works for you. Just as long as you're fucking happy yeah. I know again That's such a fucking thing Eventually your
1: best friend Is your hand sometimes uh, Remember that And God. use that Oh shit I hand thought hand. you just called
0: me Your hand No, <laughs> <laughs> no. You're, you're
1: my penis Wow <laughs>
2: Okay. All right. Awkward so <laughs> we, should, we should wind <laughs> this silence. up now.
1: Uh, thank you so much for joining in, guys. If you like this show, there's a lot more on IVM Podcast. You can check those other shows out on IVMPodcast.com or the app. And uh, you can listen to what Gia has to say on her Instagram, Gia Darak Darak and Farad is Farad Karkarya
2: on Instagram and Twitter
1: yes I am House of Narona you can see me on Twitter and Instagram and talk to me we'll see you next week with a new episode on keeping it queer bye bye bye